Hello everyone, welcome to another Mandela Gospel and I remain Kizel and Pedro, your host. Um, before we go on, let me start on how we start by saying that there is definitely no condemnation to anyone who's listening to this podcast. Uh, that God is not trying to condemn you, God is not trying to punish you. Are you proud when you've done something that you feel like, oh, it can't be forgiven? I'm just telling you that this, and the reason why Christ died was to wipe away that sin, and you think it's still standing between you and God. And the word says this God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, for you, that you might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So as you are right now, right, God has nothing against you, God is not imputing sin against you, God has forgiven you your sins, it's just, it's just for you to come to recognition. So if you're a believer, that's for you and if you haven't believed yet in Jesus Christ it's kind of the same thing almost similar things but let me make it pinpoint clear uh, God is not angry with you if you're not a believer God is not trying to punish you if you're not a believer like God wants you to come and hear and know what he has done for you in Christ and that by hearing and understanding you come into you come into um, understanding of who he is to you of how much he loves you and then by then by that you will, be, you will become a new creature simply by believing in his love and his finished works glory to god okay so today we'll be starting of uh, a series on Ephesians, from Ephesians 1 to 6 but hopefully we'll finish we finish finish to 6 before we jump into the next um, study session all right let's let's dive and open your bibles Ephesians 1 Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Okay, let me say this, that God's perspective and God's aim towards every man, woman, uh, both in Christ and outside of Christ, is that they come to the full knowledge of the gospel in his son, Jesus Christ. Because Jesus is the perfect replication, the perfect image of God. Now when um, God was saying in Genesis 1 that let us make man in our image and our likeness. Image, that word image is icon. It's like an icon, a representative, a perfect representative. And likeness is that functions like, like, like him. So Jesus is the perfect image and likeness of God. You know how you have icons on your laptop or icons on your, on your system? Then wait, those icons signify certain applications in the same way. Jesus is an icon that um, that that signifies God's application. So everything about God is found in Jesus. Amen. So verse two, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. So grace, he's saying grace comes to you and peace comes to you from God, who is who, who is what our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. So he's being specific here on whom God is, right? God is not only uh, your master, God is not only your, your boss, God is not only the creator of the world. He's saying here that God is our father. God is your father. God is my father. right? And he's saying that grace comes from God to you. Peace comes from God to you and from Jesus to you. Amen? So God doesn't bring worry. God doesn't bring trouble. God doesn't bring um, challenges to try and build you up no none of those things right grace comes from god peace comes from god let's go verse 3 now it says blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ 
Note again, he's, he's, he's describing whom God is. He first said, God is your father. Now he's saying that this God also is the father of the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice, so he's using particular words to describe who God is in Ephesians. That God is our father first. And secondly, God is God is God is the father of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So if someone is asking who is God, you can simply say that God is my father and God is the father of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now we are seeing here now that there is a father to son relationship between the believer and God. There's a father to son relationship between um, God and Jesus Christ. And he uses a particular word for Jesus. I want us to take note of that Jesus is the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. Lord is ownership. Let's check the Greek word and see what it means there. Alright. Uh, the Greek word he here is kurios, which is um, master, lord, sir. Basically like owner. So Jesus is the owner, the custodian of creation. I'm just throwing that there. He's not written here, but I'm just throwing out that Jesus is the Lord over all actually. Amen. Because in Philippians, I think Philippians 3, it says that God had highly exalted him and given him the name. The name that at the name of Jesus, every name was bowed, every tongue confessed that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So note, Jesus is Lord of all. Right? So who is Jesus? Jesus is Lord of all. Who is God? God is our Father. God is the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's go. Uh, still verse 3. Continue, he says, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we see that he's not going to bless us. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the spirit in Christ. So he's saying that all, all the blessings that he's saying that all the blessings that are present in the spiritual has been given, has been given. To the believer in Christ. Now, I know some people would argue that um, prosperity is not part of the blessing that God has given unto believers, but I, I'll just quote one scripture which um, proves otherwise. Speaking of the slain lamb, first, first, <laughs> Revelation 5 12, which said, um, Worthy is the lamb, Jesus, who was slain to receive power, dominion, wealth, riches, glory, honor strength and the blessing notice he says he 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 speaks of riches he mentioned riches he mentions wealth and riches and wealth are spiritual blessings in heavenly places because where was christ then when when that proclamation was made it was made in the heavenly place it was made in it was made in the hell in the holies of holies so christ actually purchased for us the spiritual blessings of riches right so if if you feel that God doesn't want you to be prosper, or God hasn't blessed you with riches, or God hasn't blessed you with wealth or knowledge, all of those things that you desire, because everything that you see in the physical is a replication of what's already in the spirit. Amen? So the physical is just a fruit. The spiritual is the root. So the spiritual blessings are what God has given us in Christ. So notice this. He's saying, he's, let me, let me, let me, um, let me try and be more instructive on this. Says, who had blessed us with all, all not all, not some now, but all spiritual blessings, in in heavenly places, in heavenly in in the spirit, in Christ. So, 
he's saying that where you would find where you would receive where he has made the provision is inside of christ right not outside christ it means look in christ and you will see that i have blessed you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places is it power is it anointing is it relationship is it vision is it mission is it is it a building is it a business it's in christ with god it's in christ so you are the blessed in christ repeat after i am the blessed in christ i am the blessed in christ oh if you haven't believed yet right and you want to believe i'm saying that god has loved us god has loved the believer and the unbeliever and has made provision for both in christ the only way to come into this is by believing god is in love with you god is madly in love with you god is madly in love with the believer and those who have not believed yet right do you understand this for him to go and then die hard and give him give his son up to die for you i told someone earlier on that it's only a madman that would give his <laughs> child up for someone who hasn't known him yet but even, even thinking of that now right a man would not do that a man protects his own glory to god let's read verse 4 See, according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world note see god had chosen us in christ before the foundation of the world so what does that mean it means before it means it means before you came on the scene that god had marked you out god had said that he wanted people he wanted people to come into christ he had picked people that they would be that they would be part of his family in christ before the world was formed right say going on say that we should be holy and without blame before him in love so it's notice this that god had hand picked us god had chosen us that we should be holy and without blame before him in love so let, me, let me just say this right um if parental you go and you want and you made up your mind you want to buy custard from the supermarket and you've you've hand picked that custard that you like this custard this custard, this custard your favorite custard right so parental the custard is alive is there anything that the custard has, has done to influence your choice before, before coming to the market? No. No. Notice that the custard was on the shelf, was just being itself. In fact, it wasn't even aware of your acknowledgement of it being your favorite, um, your favorite uh, beverage. Right? It was just there on the shelf being a custard, custarding around, chilling right so in the same way before we came on scene god had chosen god had had picked you that you would be holy and blameless in his sight now it is this this is this this is regardless of your behavior is regardless of your attitude regardless of your uh habits this is him saying that he has chosen you and picked you that you will be his favorite right that you will be his favorite that you will be his delight that you'll be holy and blameless before him blameless means that uh, there's nothing that you would do that he would accuse you about. In fact, that, that there's nothing that anyone can bring to him in accusation against you. Blameless means that you always be innocent in his eyes. You would always be held in esteem in his eyes. That <laughs> how would I explain this? You would be held in esteem in his eyes. You would be. You would. You would never be defamed in his eyes. It doesn't matter what people are saying, right? He's always for you. He's always with you. That scripture that says that um, 
that God will never leave nor forsake me. It's what he's saying here that he he will always be for you, never against you. That you are that you are holy, that you should be holy to him, meaning that he has made you holy, he has separated you unto himself. Right? Not it's not I'm talking about you should live a holy life, right? That is good and that is nice. But he's saying that he has made you holy unto himself. He has separated you unto himself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's that that's mind blowing. That's mind blowing. That I am holy unto God. Oh, I am blameless in God's sight. You are blameless in God's sight. Hallelujah. Verse 5. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. So it's it's almost the same thing as the first one when he said that he had um when he said he had chosen us before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless. He's saying here, right, that he had planned beforehand that we should be made children through Jesus Christ. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes sense. So he, he it was his master plan. He preordained that we should become his children by the orchestration of Jesus Christ. Right? I'm just paraphrasing. Let's go on. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. So notice that it pleased him to make you a child of God. It pleased him to make you a, make you a son. It pleased him to make you a daughter. It pleased him to make you from his own. It was his good will. Amen. Verse 6. To the praise of the glory of his grace. So when he says it's to the praise of of glory of his grace it means that it is to the commendation it is because of his grace that he did this it is his grace that causes to happen that it wasn't of any works of ours that caused him to preordain us to be sons it wasn't of any works of ours that made him decide that he wants to make make us sons of god no it is to the commendation it is to the praise it's to the laudation of his grace it is to his it is to the shouting it is to his proclamation of his grace that it is his grace that has made me his, his son. It is grace that has made me his beloved. It is grace that has made me blameless. It is his grace that has made me holy and acceptable and blameless in his sight. Amen. Amen. Okay. Verse 6. To the praise of the to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he had made us accepted in blood. So he's saying here that it is his grace, it is through his grace. And he has made us accepted in the beloved so people are always trying to be accepted by god or trying to be pleasing to god by the good works that they do or by being kind of holy or being righteous in their attitudes in their behavior all of those things are good and all right but in relation to god right he has done a work he has finished the work and he's saying that that he has made you accepted in the beloved what he's saying here now is not he's, he's saying don't work believe what i have what i have done that you are accepted in christ jesus i have made you accepted to me right so this the whole holy and thou attitude drop it the whole i can i can fast a, a, a million years drop it he's saying you are accepted in christ jesus just be yourself <laughs> just be yourself you know uh you know when you're when you're in a relationship with someone whom you continually have to try and act in a certain way to please the person you would never be yourself you always feel frustrated you would always um, be having mechanical actions towards that person there will never be a flow of relationship there will never be a flow of love there will never be a flow of communion or koinonia that which God wants 
he's saying you should drop your your activities drop your your acts those those seemingly acts of faith towards god and believe that I, that he has accepted you in jesus christ do you understand that in fact this, this is the biggest faith to just trust that um you are accepted in the beloved you are accepted in christ and if you are in the beloved it means that you are beloved amen let me come again if you are in the beloved it means that you are beloved you are beloved of god whether it is <laughs> emotional whether it is uh spiritual whether it is every kind of beloved is beloved by god god loves you tremendously tremendously so he's saying you should drop all these um all these false false manifestations of faith towards him to try and whatever to be pleasing to him like praying 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 to praying to to for god to be happy that you're praying no no no, no. god is already happy with you because god is already pleased with you you are praying because you, you want to fellowship you want to commune with the father god god our father he has made you blameless he has made you accepted to be act i mean let's check what accepted actually the, the greek word charito so to endure with honor be highly favored oh my god oh wow so in his eyes you are favored it means you're not trying to cajole him to do things for you you are highly favored the same word that was used for mary that um when angel gabriel came and said mary that word highly favored it is exactly the same word he's using for you that you are highly favored of god if if mary was highly favored and then right gabriel was made manifest unto her and she received the savior jesus christ as a son how much more you a product of jesus christ who has highly favored angels are in constant in constant manifestations in your in your sphere because you are highly favored just accept agree and believe in this reality and you would see and you would see the manifestation of his love towards you of his love god's love manifests many times as power manifests many times as gifts manifest many times as wisdom as strength as glory as honor of of as might as the blessing in many facets but it's all because he's he, he loves you it's all because it's all based on the foundation of his love on the found on the foundation of his grace on the laudation of his grace on the laudation of his mercy on the laudation of his nature all right his very nature is grace his very nature is graciousness his very nature is mercy and kindness and being reminded of um a bland batinos you know when he was crying out to jesus master master have mercy on me have mercy on me oh my god mercy is unmerited kindness unmerited favor and jesus christ turned and said bring him to me oh what what would you have me to do unto you batinos said that i may see that i may see oh kayabo shamata jesus jesus is so merciful he is so gracious that he didn't he he didn't take he didn't take away the man's will to decide what he wanted right so jesus could have automatically said that let come let me heal you and jesus christ healing him would be have would have been against his own will so he asked what would you have me do unto you so it's a it's a matter of the will did he want to be healed yes but did he want to be healed by jesus jesus had to know so Jesus is gracious. Jesus is kind. Jesus is merciful. He didn't force healing upon upon Bartimaeus. In the same way, he can't force love upon you. He wants you to 
to to understand he wants to hear that he loves you you who are hurting who you will feel that you've gone through um, relationships broken relationships and your heart and your soul is damaged that can you ever love again yes you can why because god loves you because god is reaching out to you now through this podcast saying that i love you that that man may have hurt you daughter but yes you are a jewel you are a diamond in my eyes you are accepted you may have slept with ten thousand men oh it doesn't matter because god loves you it doesn't matter because you are a diamond you are a jewel in his eyes i glory to god glory to god it's not about your works it's not about your works it's simply about what christ has done that he has brought you and kept you in a place of love in a place of joy in a place of goodness in the father's bosom paul called him god our father god your father oh hallelujah hallelujah okay so i think we'll end here in verse six and we'll pick up from here some other time so thank you all for tuning in um thank you for tuning in today uh, if you haven't if you're yet to receive jesus your lord and receive but just repeat after me father i thank you for christ's death for me i receive his eternal life and your love towards me in the name of jesus i'm born again i give you all the glory amen so let's take our our confession right that my sins are forgiven i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus i experience the new christian realities by the power of the holy ghost one more time that my sins are forgiven i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus and i experience new christian realities by the power of the holy ghost glory to god thank you jesus oh join us again next time same place glory to god bye